0: Welcome to our podcast, How Would You Beat? In each episode, we pick a company and talk about how you could use jobs-to-be-done innovation methods to beat that company's product. We'll discuss innovation theory and explain the methods so you can put the theory into practice at your company. I'm Jay Haynes, the founder and CEO of Thrive. That's Thrive without the vowels, THRV.com. We help product marketing and sales teams use jobs to be done innovation methods to build market and sell great products. I'm here with my colleague, Jared Ranieri. So today, we're going to do something a little different. Um, Of course, uh, we're all in the age of this pandemic. So we want to know, could you use jobs to be done to essentially beat a virus to beat the the pandemic? And can jobs be done be helpful as an innovation method in times like this? So we know the basics of the theory are that jobs don't change over time, that products and solutions change over time. Um, so the theory is based on the fact that customer jobs are actually stable, but this is an incredibly unstable time and things have changed dramatically. So what does this mean? Uh, We know the jobs are the same and the needs are the same, but what changes? And specifically, what does this mean for your product strategy? How does it change your product strategy in response to a pandemic? So if you sell to airlines or hotels or restaurants, uh, what product strategy should you
1: use now? And can jobs to be done be helpful? Right. So if we think about a product strategy, uh, in Jobs to be Done, we say it: you're answering five key questions with your product strategy. First of all is who is the customer you're going to target? And we always look at the job beneficiary as your key customer, the person who benefits from the goal, the job being achieved. And second, of course, is what market are you in? Uh, and we define the market as the job to be done. So the market is a, a group of job beneficiaries who want to get a job done, who want to achieve some goal. And then of course, that the size of that market has to be big enough for you to achieve your revenue goals. So market size, in other words, the willingness to pay by those customers to get the job done is a critical piece of information that you have to understand and be aligned on to create a great product strategy. Then there are the unmet needs. So why are people struggling to get this job done? What are the obstacles that are getting in their way today that if they saw a new solution, they would be willing to switch to that new solution and create growth for your company? And then finally, what is the value you can deliver to your customers, the customer value in your roadmap? So that's the choice of the product platform you're going to use to deliver value, as well as the features that will exist there. If you're aligned on all of those things, then you can move forward with a successful product strategy. So it's about getting the right answers to those questions, as well as gaining agreement in your company on the answers to those questions. And it's when you start to think about the, the world this way and product strategies this way, it can be quick to see why, strateg- why people's product strategies are upside down, why their value chains are upside down, and why they're struggling to continue revenue growth. For example, if you're an airline... Uh, you are, your customers are travelers. Your market is helping people travel from, uh, A to B long distance, uh, places. That's one of the jobs that you help people get done. Uh, the market size for that used to be really big. Uh, A lot of people were traveling, but that's become less the case now. Uh, and so your platform choice of air, uh, aircrafts and airports flying people from point A to point B in the middle of this pandemic, when people are on lockdown and can't travel uh, is a very tenuous proposition. Uh, so the question is, how would you adapt your product strategy if you were an airline in this environment, uh, given that you have this massive platform that you invested a lot of money in and you're trying to create customer value through it, but far fewer people are doing the job?
0: Yeah, it's it's such a great question. And this, uh, this airline product strategy as companies we worked know, we've, we've talked about this for years um, <clears throat> in in order to demonstrate what a product strategy is. And the way we do it is an airline is being hired for a lot of reasons. And if you just said, oh, the job is to get from point A to point B, well, okay, yeah. But that's not really what you're trying to do when you get from point A to point D, B. A, a consumer is doing that for very different reasons. So they might be taking a vacation, of course. But business travelers are trying to accomplish something. Uh, when they get on a plane. And business travels, of course, are very, very profitable for the airlines because they have last minute flights, they pay full fare, you know, they have to make changes quickly, et cetera. So the way we describe this is salespeople are, uh, for example, hiring an airline to help acquire a customer. And we've pointed out before that the airlines don't think about it this way, which is a huge risk and a huge problem for them. Because even before COVID, uh as uh products and technologies like zoom and web conferencing and before them webex and and now you know google meet and hangouts and all these video conferencing, the technologies that were changing were much higher speed internet, so video conferencing has gotten much, much better. Um and it's gonna continue to get better because uh you know during a pandemic everybody's online and you can see that you know people are gonna invest in higher speeds and more routers, et cetera. So that's going to continue to get better. But that was a risk to the airlines even before COVID because if zoom, for example, starts to build in features into its product platform that really helps a salesperson acquire customers. So doing things like, hey, who's the person you're talking with? Well, zoom could find out a whole bunch of information about them and bring it to the salesperson, you can integrate it with your CRM system. So you're talking about relevant information, you have it on your fingertips when you're, you know, talking to them live. And of course, the video quality, the audio quality is just going to continue to get better and better. Um, And you can actually do better demos. So if you're selling software, for example, you could actually do an actual demo together, um, you know, through uh, zoom or, you know, meet meet or whatever video conferencing you're using. So what's interesting about that is if you look at a product strategy, you say, okay, who's the customer, in this case, the beneficiary is a salesperson. What's the job, the job in this case, of course, is acquire customers. Uh, what's the market size? Well, the market size is really big. I mean, of course, you know, salespeople need to acquire customers is huge market. And what are the unmet needs? And that's what's really interesting is you're now making a strategy decision based on how you're going to satisfy those needs. And an airline and airports are just one way. It's not the only way to acquire customers. The job is going to be the same. But the platform and the technology is going to change. Of course, they're was a point in time when there were no airlines, and people had to get on trains, uh, or drive to acquire customers. So the platform changed even when airlines came around. So we've been saying for years, as you know, people we've worked with know, that these are two different product strategies in the exact same markets. And we we always asked, should United buy a company like zoom? And the answer, of course, is yes. And they should have bought, you know, CRM systems, and they should have made their platform this combination of of yes, you can get on a plane sometimes when needed, but you, most of the time you can use video conferencing. And we're going to track your customers, and we're going to help you get that job done. And that job, we've looked at it, you know hundreds of times. Acquiring customers is a very, very complex job with tons of needs, of course. So. This is such a great example of why jobs be done product strategy can be so useful for teams, because you will look at your competition differently. And you won't just say, oh, I'm United Airlines, I compete with Delta. No, 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 you're actually also competing with Zoom. And that is abundantly clear right now. All the pandemic did was just accelerate those competitive forces in a very unusual way, of course. And, you know, United could go bankrupt and zoom could become,
1: you know, a 100 billion dollar company. So it's a great way to demonstrate. Yeah, it. and it's it's a really interesting thing to think about because when you look at the video conferencing platform, zoom is not the only player in the game, right? There are other video conferencing platforms that aren't experiencing the explosive growth that zoom is that would probably be a far less expensive for united to acquire. And so then you can ask, well, now they're in the the quote unquote video conferencing game. But that's not a market, as we've said before. The, the market is to acquire customers, and you're using video conferencing as a solution. So now United can think, how can we satisfy unmet needs for salespeople and the acquire customer's job very specifically with our video conferencing platform in a way that Zoom doesn't because they're so general? And that's how they could create growth in the short term, as well as the long term, once we're through the pandemic, because they can continue delivering value to those salespeople that they always did before. So it's the same customers that they already probably have an enormous database of, right? Their their CRM is probably full of salespeople today. And they could, you know, the customer acquisition, uh, cost of bringing those people onto a video conferencing platform that United owns would potentially be significantly low, uh, cause they have the contact information. They can get to them. And if they speak to the unmet needs that Zoom isn't satisfying today and have a product that can uh, satisfy those needs, well, now they have an advantage for that particular segment and can grow in a very profitable segment.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting is. The job still is the same. This is why jobs to be done can be very, very useful, even in a pandemic. And I would say even especially in a pandemic, um, because what changes are the needs um, and, and not even the needs, the needs themselves are stable. But what changes is which needs now are incredibly underserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a good example is um, you can look at other industries too, like Airbnb or, or restaurants. Um And, you know, before the pandemic, uh, Airbnb, of course, is the market for staying in a room while traveling or securing lodging for a trip or sleeping through the night on when you're away or etc, you know, generally the taking a vacation domain, and you can define jobs, you know, in different ways, but essentially, they're the same goal a person's trying to achieve. Uh, And the needs in those jobs are the same as well so even before the pandemic you need to determine if the location where you're going to stay is safe right that's a good example of a need that has an action and a variable you know safety and determining the safety so you've got action variable there independent of any solution mm-hmm. and what what has changed is before Safety might not have been that big of a deal you you know you know the neighborhood and you kind of think it's safe, and Airbnb is already kind of qualified, but now safety means something really different. Are you likely to get a virus in the room you're going to stay in mm-hmm. uh, and that requires you know new solutions because that need is now unmet in a way that it wasn't before the pandemic. Uh, and that's such an interesting way to look at these markets because companies can send, still pursue opportunities uh, in those markets. But even if tomorrow we all had a vaccine, nothing is going back to the way it was before. People right. are still going to be concerned. They're more aware of it. You know, that that need is likely going to be underserved. So Airbnb is going to have to if – they, if they can survive this, you know, with enough cash uh, – which gets to a discussion of like margin of safety and what companies should have been done, doing before this, but but let's say they survive, they're still going to have to figure out are those these needs unmet in a way that they weren't satisfying them before, and they're going to have to now satisfy them in a different way. Right,
1: and that's that's true as we begin reopening and people start traveling again, and then the follow up question, of course, is will they travel at the same rate? Will they be willing, will you have as many customers and will the willingness to pay be the same? In other words, is the market size going to shrink or or at least take a very long time to get back to where it was? And therefore, should Airbnb's valuation be the same if they stay in that market? And that is a, a difficult question to try to deal with if you are the leadership at Airbnb. Did our market size just shrink tremendously? And if so, what do we do about it? And this is where the level of abstraction of the job can be a really interesting product strategy move. So we talked about how you can switch product platforms to get jobs you were already in done. But you could also look at the level of abstraction. So, you know, in Airbnb's case, we talked about uh, staying in a room, and you could say, well, why do you stay in a room? Well, you're taking a vacation. Well, why do you take a vacation? Well, maybe you're trying to get an escape from your current day to day boredom. You're trying to find some excitement. You're trying to learn something about a new culture. So then you need to ask, well, is there anything Airbnb can do in those particular jobs? with potentially some of their existing technology or assets. Uh, so can they use their product platform, their, their people who own homes, uh, the people who are providing experiences at Airbnb experience, right? Which is a, a great product. I don't know if you've ever used it, but this is where you, uh, when you're, You've made a reservation. Airbnb says, hey, while you're in this location, why don't you try uh, taking an experience with one of these local experts who's giving you a a food tour, they're teaching you how to cook, they're – I don't know why my brain's on food right now, but – But they they try to give you some local flavor and it really takes you out of your comfort zone and, and helps you experience a different culture. So if you abstract to that level, is there anything Airbnb can do with those assets while people are stuck in their homes and can't travel to at least get some growth and generate some revenue in the very short term and potentially grow that? So that level of abstraction question is really interesting. Maybe they can pick a different job in a different market and apply similar assets to it. Yeah, and I think that could be a real benefit because that – understanding
0: those jobs, that kind of experience job and building for that now in – during a pandemic, when we come out of this, those are still jobs that people are going to want to right. be enhanced. So they don't necessarily have to think of Airbnb as like a, I go to someone's house and, you know, rent a room Um it, it can be a whole new different type of experience, which might actually be a bigger market. <laughs> that's yes. what's interesting. Because remember, I know you've mentioned market size, the way that we define market size is the number of job beneficiaries in the market and how frequently they execute the job. And that experience and that, you know, escape, you could define it a lot of different ways. But that's a, that's, you know, a daily occurrence. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, essentially Airbnb is competing with Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Um so you you can take that approach and actually find bigger market opportunities that you can prepare for in a pandemic if you can survive and you have enough cash, obviously for like Airbnb, right? Um, but but it could be an opportunity to identify that growth, and that's what I think is really interesting. I think the same thing is going to happen with live music. I mean, of course, right now you know live music has just gone almost to zero, uh, but when live music comes back. It's going to you're gonna to have to find new ways to ex- expand your market beyond just the the venue you have that holds a yeah. hundred people or a thousand or ten thousand. And do people want to experience that live music even if they're not in the venue? Yes, of course. So are there ways now that you can connect that live performance, which is unique because, you know, you're in a band or you're an artist and musician, you're only performing in one place at one time until we have some really cool technology. Mm -hmm. Um, But you could stream that all over the world. And now people want to experience that because they're more used to it because they've been in this, you know, pandemic lockdown mode and they still want to execute that job. People that is still just like, you know, a human connection job. Uh, and finding those opportunities as a result of a pandemic is, you know, it's an interesting way to approach it. And it's really the way to approach markets at any time, because mm-hmm. a pandemic is just an extreme change. But there's yes. always that kind of change happening, even though the job is very stable. And what happens is the set of needs that are underserved and the way that you need to satisfy them changes because of the circumstances that are changing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to uh, overstate that this is easy in any way, right? Or that companies that were in previously great markets made some kind of bad decision because they should have seen this pandemic coming. That's that's not the message at all. In fact, I've always admired Airbnb for their ability to continue getting more of the job done or more jobs in the domain. You know, the fact that they even spun up experiences when they were in the, you know, if, if they were not innovative. They would have thought, we're in the rent-a-room market, right? All we do is we help people who want to rent a room, connect them with renters. But they realized that they were in helping people take a vacation and immerse themselves in a new experience. And so they added experiences. They've been very good at getting more of the job done and more jobs and more domains. And it's this is really a freak occurrence that... You know, so stable jobs like that would go away. But it's a really, it's just a really interesting lesson that uh, you know there are moves you can make. They will be difficult, and it will take work, and you do have to understand your customer really well. But there are moves you can make. Uh, you know, we talked about we talked about the job get to a destination on time all the time as a great example of a stable job. And it is, it's really hard to imagine that we would live in a world where far fewer people need to get to destinations on time. But here we are. And Uber is experiencing that too. And so you can't really blame uh, anybody who invested in Uber over the years for investing in an unstable market. That's a real shocker that get to a destination on time has suddenly shrunk massively in market size. (laughs) Yeah, and even in a crisis like this, when things seem really bleak and
0: really bad, there are opportunities emerging. And that is, I think the key to all of this is that the jobs don't change. and and, you know, new jobs become more important, like we do need to, you know, optimize our health and prevent the spread of a virus, you know, that's a job now that everybody's very aware of, and you know, masks and gloves are a solution to that. Um, So, but, but those opportunities in your existing market, if you are someone like an airline, or a, um, you know, Airbnb, or restaurants, whoever those those opportunities can be an a, a way for you to develop a product roadmap and thinking about your product strategy that can lead to bigger opportunities. I think that's really important to consider is that the jobs are the same, the needs are the same, but which needs do you need to satisfy now and which jobs can really be an opportunity uh, once the pandemic settles down and we get back to something like normal uh, that you can take advantage of that. And I think that's crucial because it also helps the, the society be more resilient in the future. Yeah, we can't have a, a collapse of society that happens this extreme because no one was prepared for it. And right. using jobs to be done can actually help across society because it won't be this just total collapse and like in a few weeks, 30 million people are underemployed, unemployed. Right. So yeah, re- transition.
1: It reminds me a lot of uh, uh, an ad that we use as an example um, in our messaging training when we talk about how do you message to a job and how do you message to the unmet needs there instead of the product. And it's an ad during it's that was the iPad two launch commercial, and the whole it, it shows consumers sitting around using an iPad, uh, but they never say the word iPad. They say. We'll always want to share memories of our family. We'll always want to cook. We'll always want to root for a team. We'll always wanna learn how to play an instrument. But how we do those things will never be the same. And it's a really optimistic outlook on how you're going to use the iPad to make it better, but it applies to today in a way that's a little bit dark. The way we do all those things will never be the same but how we, but the fact that we want to do them will not change. And that's where the opportunities are.
0: Yeah, that's great. And, um, I highly recommend it, People go back and look for that iPad, uh, to launch ad. It's probably the greatest jobs we've done focused ad, you know, that we've, that we've found. Um, yeah. And I think that's interesting if you, if you, and and you know, seriously, like, airlines and companies that are being really affected by this should look at different ways of thinking about their markets like salespeople and acquiring customers you know should you know united airline when it gets back on its feet if it ever does you know buy a crm system mm-hmm. and that i think is super interesting and and the question you know comes up with salesforce what should salesforce do should salesforce should absolutely have you know video conferencing mm-hmm. uh but an integrated system like that when you look at the job, you know, it could tell you when you need to take a flight, it Mm -hmm. could have analysis that says, you know, look at your customers in your pipeline, and there's a whole bunch of needs around this. Um, you know, evaluating, prioritizing customer leads, et cetera, and and say, hey, look, we've got some intelligence that so, like you better get on a plane and go see that customer, right? Because we've got indications, you know, whatever it is, number of calls, you know, et cetera, using some sort of data that says we've may help you make a decision of when to get on a plane. Yeah, that is it. That's incredibly powerful because you know every job is a goal you're trying to achieve and every new solution that can help you get that job done faster and more accurately is that is why there is change and innovation
1: right um so
0: yeah i think you know powerful way to look at new opportunities
1: yeah and i really hope that people find them in this day and age we we need it yeah absolutely well i think that's a
0: that's a pretty heavy discussion (laughs) you know we're (laughs) in this uh we're all in this together so hopefully um Jobs to be Done can be helpful for companies and can help them build more resiliency because, um, you know, no one wants to see 30 million people go unemployed in just a few weeks, right? Thanks for listening to our How Would You Beat podcast. Visit us at thrive.com. That's v.com to get our free how to guides and try our jobs to be done software for free.